What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. I just think it's really cool that you get a chance on a daily basis to hear people's story earn about why do they want to become financially free. And I know today's podcast, you, me, and Mark, got a chance to kind of talk about not only our reasoning, but the reasonings that we're hearing. But I'd love maybe just if you'd share like one or two stories that you've heard even in the last couple of days. Yeah. Well, it, it really is such a privilege to be able to get on these calls and and talk with people, help them with something specific. But I find myself having to stop just because I naturally just want to ask questions about about and get to know these people that we're working with and and hear about their stories and just honestly really interesting people trying to accomplish amazing and worthwhile things you just want to know about that and so just in a short amount of time that we have want to hear those things let me ask this question because i think sometimes for those who might be listening to this who have not taken action, right? Have not gone through even maybe our even passport challenge, right? Just to get their goal or much less, you know, gone through the inner circle or started their first infinite banking policy or, you know, started on their journey to passive income or whatever it is. They think, well, maybe that's just not for me. Like maybe that's for someone who who's just so much further along, that makes so much more money, you know, comes from a family that this has been like just passed down to them. Do you feel like that objection or that thought is accurate or are you seeing that people are, are, are a lot more normal or regular or probably more common to them than they would even know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think not all superheroes wear capes. So maybe, maybe we really do have honorable ambitions that, that are worthwhile. And, and they seem not so great to us, but once we start moving forward, we realize the things that we don't know, the impacts and implications of us moving forward, what that creates for other people down the line. I mean, it, just if we think that it's not super worthwhile, I mean, what is it, what is it going to create that is super worthwhile? Mm. So I'd say, I would say the average person who says, I don't feel like this is for me, I'd say, well, how do you know? Have you have you taken steps forward to find out if this is the path for you? How can you say that this isn't for you if you haven't tried, if you haven't moved forward just to see? Oh, do you have an example of somebody that maybe would resonate? Yeah, I mean, it's it is such a great privilege again that I get to have these conversations and hear. I think that there's a few common reasons why why people would want to become financially free. One is, is the, t- is the person who, who has no alternative, <laughs> maybe hasn't, hasn't put themselves in a great position and realize 
I have to do something different. I have to accomplish financial freedom to provide for my family. I think about this one guy in our community who it's not him, but it's his parents who haven't put themselves in a position to be financially free in their later years. And he knows he needs to become financially free so that he can provide for his parents. And I think that's powerful. I also think about this young couple that I met with just this morning who was sharing with me that they want to pursue financial freedom because they they just feel in themselves that they have more to give that they're not able to offer in their nine to five jobs. And they want to create the ability to live up to what they said is their God-given potential that they're just not able to reach doing what they're doing now. I mean, it's just constant things like that, that just, it just blows me back in my seat and says, Ernie, man, come on, keep going. This is, this is encouraging that I get to hear these things. Come on, Ernie, you can do this too. Well, as you listen to what Ernie just shared and and the people that he's talking to, I encourage you, if you haven't taken that step, right? reach out to Ernie, reach out to one of the coaches. You can, you can find out what is maybe that obstacle keeping, keeping you from taking the first step. You can go to wealthwhatwallstreet.com forward slash free call to do that. Ernie, we have the privilege, you, me and Mark talking today and, and sharing. So let's pull a cherry up and belly up. Yeah. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Welcome into the Financial Freedom Roundtable, where each week we take financial topics that are tough and break them down so you can more easily understand them, and more importantly, take action on your path to becoming financially free. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. Grateful to have you in the room. I'm Russ Morgan. They call me the idea guy, mostly because lack of fault, guy just didn't sound so cool. I don't have the stallion today, but I one-up that. I got the best two co-hosts. I got Mark Harguchi and Ernie Brown. Let me explain to you a little bit about these guys. The man I like to refer to as the true financial Sherlock Holmes of our day. No problem too difficult to solve. If I would have only known him earlier, I would have been so much richer, said everyone. Mr. Downtown Ernie Brown. Nice to see you, Ern. Nice to be seen. I am H-A-P-P-Y to be here. Man, I've been sitting on G waiting on O. Let's go. <laughs> hey, this is gonna be this is gonna be fun. Ern, this is all about our why. This is about the thing that many of us have to start out with, but also remind ourselves with on the frequent. Why do I want to become financially free? For you, why is this topic so important? Well, man, it's a it's a journey, isn't it? It's a it's a consistent daily goal, and it's important to me because I'm faced with decisions that that tempt me to take the easy way out. Um, I'm faced with challenges that that confront me whether this is this is worth it. Um, but then occasion I get I get the clearing in the uh, in the clouds, the clearing in the trees and the view of what's possible. 
And it's important because I feel this is an opportunity for us to keep that in front of our community of just mm. what it what 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 it is to go towards this and and just how that it nothing the the alternative doesn't even compare. That's why this is important. No, that that's so good. I I love that. But we we're joined by an a retiree of the group, right? Somebody who already figured out his why was so important that he followed that path to freedom and is here just gloating in it. And when this joker is not out killing bears with his bare hands or spear diving for tuna, he's right here dropping gold nuggets. The one and only Mark Haraguchi. Welcome, Mark. Oh, Russ. You know, as as you were doing the intro, which I, I always appreciate, I realized yesterday and now today we're, we're going to have to change that because yesterday, as I'm living my fullest financial freedom dream of turning off the computer and leaving early in the afternoon, we went fishing with my neighbor. And I kid you not, I literally caught a fish with my bare hands. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> not once, but twice. It was amazing. So we're sitting there, we're reeling, and you know, we're just having a good old time. And this one come, you know, it's kind of like, you know, lamely swims over. You can tell he's been hooked previously, and he's just kind of like, oh, I'm out of it. Swims up to the to the shore, and is just kind of like, you know, flittering around the rocks. And I'm like well, let's see if we can do this. So I went in like full on bear style and grabbed it. And then I had another one come in and it popped off the hook and it was just kind of like floundering there for a second as it's trying to swim away. And again, slammed my hand down in the water, caught him. That's two. I was two for two on barehanded fishing. So um, we might have to figure out how we can lace that into the intro. You didn't even have a spear this time, no. man. Yeah, just straight up, you know, old school bare hand. Ah, well, Mark... <laughs> You pursued that that dream of being financially free. What was it for you that was so important to make that happen in the time frame that you did? I just knew there was more that I could accomplish uh, with with the limited time that I have on this on this spinning rock, and successfully getting people from A to B, safely getting them from you know destination to arrival. That was fulfilling. That was great. I really enjoyed my job, but I felt like there was more for me to give more for me to do. And really the way to unlock that was to fire my boss and remove the, uh, the shackles, if you will, to having to work through that system and now being able to work on my time and spend my time and my energy where I want, when I want, with whom I want and for what I want. Well, if you don't do that, guys, if we if you don't set this pathway, what are you going to be subject to? I, I think of just given what's happened in the last couple of weeks or actually even the last couple of days. Think about all the people who've worked their entire lives. They've, they've done what they've said they should do. They did the best that they could. And they planned for this this golden, golden time of their life. And now their lives are consumed with fear. Am I going to have enough to make it? Is is what I had now been destroyed? Is 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 there going to be enough for me to do what I want? We had one of our uh, inner circle members saying that his whole reason for doing this is grandkids are on the way, and he wants his wife to be able to stay and play. If you're constantly worried about the nest egg that you have, how much fun are you really going to have spending that time with those people that you care about? And do you want to wait until the future and hope that it's going to be there, or do you want to start living it today? How about you, Ern? 
What else would you add to that? Yeah, if you if you don't have a strong goal of of financial freedom and and what you want when you get there, what happens is I think you're subject to fear. What Mark was just talking about, how many people are anxious right now? It it seems that the opportunity that exists is is to realize and and gain traction on the goal of I want to do something different. This could be a great crossroads moment midway through 2022 to realize this path isn't this path that I've been going down. It's not getting me to where I want. I'm certainly not enjoying the the results of that right now, the fruits of that of those decisions. And if I what if I could have some of my time back right now? What if I didn't have to ask permission to go fishing, Mark, when you want to? When 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 the lines are short, <laughs> when the when the lake is calm, when the beach isn't crowded, when the grocery stores aren't full. When the, when the golf course is at its best condition, when, when my kids are home, what if I had the opportunity to spend my time with them? Uh, if, you, if you can let go of a dream deferred and take advantage of, of a strong goal of becoming financially free, uh, man, maybe, maybe we'll have a much better outcome. Yeah. S- speaking of exactly what you were saying there, right? Being able to to go to the lake when it's calm. I love the lake during the weekdays. You can sit there and speaking of catching fish with your bare hands, Mark, you're not the only one that can do that. <laughs> Look at that monster right there. For those of you who are not a part of our inner circle and participating in this live, you have an opportunity. You go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash free call. You can jump on a 15 minute call with one of these coaches and you can share what is that thing for you? What's that obstacle? that's keeping you from becoming financially free. And one of these coaches can share with you maybe what is missing and what you might be able to do. And a part of that is surrounding yourself with other people who are on that journey in our inner circle where we are talking live right now. And, and those who are interacting with us can see a picture I'm sharing with my, my two youngest kids where we were at the lake last week during the week, so much better than on the weekend. The weekend, the water's rough. You're bouncing all over the place. You're constantly like trying to dodge other boats. But during the week, the lake's smooth. Nobody's there. You can catch fish with your bare hand. I love that. And and, and I'm not certain which one of you said this earlier when we were kind of preparing for this, but it is, if you're not financially free, you're you're fueling someone else's financial freedom journey, right? You're having to, to live and follow someone else's rules. I think we've got to get ourselves in a position to where we have the ability. Now, there's some of us who just love what we do, and it doesn't mean that necessarily we get to call the shots. Maybe we do work for another company, but we love it so much, we we feel like this is the place where we add value. And we're not here to say that you should ever leave or quit the thing that you add the most value in and that you enjoy. But boy, it's nice when you know that you're only doing that because of that passion and not because you have to. And that's what financial freedom does. When you have more passive income, then you have monthly expenses. You get to choose. But the first step in our journey, we have a we have a three-step path that we follow. First is creating a goal. And a part of that goal is understanding your why. 
every morning I wake up, part of my scheduling is to look at my vision board. And the reason I'm, I do that is so that I can remind myself of what is my why? What are those things that are the most important to me? Making more money is not the most important thing to me. It's having more time with my kids, having more time with my family, being more present with my Lord and, and trying to emulate the work that he's done in my life to others. That's, that's the why. But unfortunately, when we're bogged down with finances, we tend to miss those things, don't we, guys? Don't we tend to get into a point where we, we miss the opportunity to truly control our time? I think that's the first point that we want to make is what is truly our time? Do we have control over it? Jump in there, Mark. No. When I when I worked for the airline, this was always this would always bum me out. Is in October you would have to bid for the next calendar year's vacation. Now we 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 talked about it earlier today. I like a plan. I like a schedule. I I, I like a, a very you know orderly checklist. But I don't know what I really want to do in October of next year. In October of this year. I might have an idea, but you know what? Wouldn't it be nice if something pops up like, hey, by the way, everyone's going out to the lake this week or uh, next weekend. Can anyone make it? Oh, no, I have to work. Let me beg my company if I can have the days off for vacation. And of course, you could rarely ever get them. So I want to be able to dictate how I spend my time. I like the ability to, to block my schedule if I want to. You know, you talked about going doing stuff in the middle of the week. I've always been that way. I, I, I'm actually waiting to go see Top Gun on a matinee because number one, I don't want to pay full price because it's outrageous to pay for a, a full price ticket. Number two, that means I'm going in the evening. I probably want to be going to bed. Um, so I want to do a matinee in the middle of the day when there's no one else there and I can just enjoy the movie. Just, you know, me and my fiance just go in in the middle of the day. And so we've been able to get her. So she's now transitioning down to halftime. She's going from full time down to halftime. We're going to have so many more days of the week. It's going to be so much better to go snowboarding in the middle of the week, to go traveling in the middle of the week, to just say, you know what, what do we got going on this week? Nothing. Let's go somewhere. Let's just go do something. Let's use our time. Let's have control and spend it how we want. Well, you think about time too. Time can be thought of in just that way. And I think many of us resonate with what you just said there, that I want to spend time with those that I love doing the things that I love. But doesn't time also earn give us the ability to create other things like that's the thing for me right like when i'm not spending time with family time when i have control of my time it gives me the ability to create those ideas and to try to think about <laughs> ways that i can create more opportunities for others right now a lot of times that means there's a, a big old mess that i need somebody to help me with and Amen. and sometimes that means you know, coming to you guys and you guys being like, piss, another idea. Come on, man. Let's fulfill the last one that you had. But I, I, I thrive on that time. What are things, Ernie, that you believe that is so important about controlling our time? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, zero lies detected. Everything you just said about your idea generation, 100% true. Love the phone call with Russ in the car. That is going to be, buckle up. I need to put my seatbelt on when Russ is in the car, on the phone. For me, the thing about controlling my time is, is in that vein, you're right, Russ, 
I want to have control of my time. If I'm not financially free, other things have control of my time. Things are being dictated to me, and I'm all for responsibility, for 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 having a role, for for being required to show up, for being counted on. I think that's super important, but I want to keep I want to keep it on my terms as much as possible. And to your point, I want to be free to pursue the next best thing. I want to be able to put my attention to exactly what we were saying, creating better opportunities, more value, more development. And what I would say to someone not on the journey to becoming financially free is, is one of those things that controls us is uncertainty, anxiety, and fear of, I have to keep doing this so that I can have enough money set aside so that I can be okay and my family can be, be okay. Contrasted to the having having control over the emotional side on the journey to financial freedom, which is I can create. I'm now equipped with the tools to create because I've been on the journey. I've set the time aside. I've developed. I know what to do. I just read this comment. It was so drawing joy. I wanted to share it. I realized that my time is not really mine. It's my company's. Now I have to stop negotiating my time for money and I need to start working to become financially free. That's exactly how I felt when my daughter Adler asked me on the way to school, dad, can you pick me up from school today? And I had to say, no, baby, I have to go to work. That's where I drew the line. In order for you to be clear on the things you need to do and stop doing and to know who you need to become so that you can stop trading time for money, join us right now at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Now let's get back to this episode. Well, I will say this as you you contemplate this about how do I control my time? A part of this journey, right, is developing your why, understanding what it is, what is so important that you will not stop short of achieving financial freedom. But I'm going to put this out there because I've seen it personally, and I've seen many others run into this. As you start to achieve financial freedom, obstacles arise sometimes in the ways of opportunities. You find that everything now is much clearer. When you start developing this mindset of, I'm going to seek cash flowing assets. I'm going to find ways to reduce my taxes and build infrastructure. These things start showing up all around you. Like I never saw this stuff before, right? Your mind is now focused on that. That's the reticular activating system in our brain. The, the things that we think about is who we become and what becomes uh, of the things we see. But unfortunately, sometimes, too, those can be obstacles. Those things can create a path or a gap between where we want to get because sometimes we start chasing those opportunities and they start taking up our time. So I want to make sure that as you go through this, you you understand that those obstacles will be there, too. And, Brad, you said, I, I need a vision board. I, I I believe that that's one of the things that, as you go through our first step, you go through our passport challenge, that's what you get at the end. You get this vision board. You get the thing that is laid out for you. And it's a process 
that I know the two of you guys love to go through to help you get there. All right. Our second point in here is security. Knowing how to keep score. Why is that important, Ern? Well, how much money do you need to retire? To retire? Yeah. To become financially free? No, to retire. How much money do you need to retire? I need enough money every single month for the rest of my life that exceeds my monthly expenses. Okay. No, 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 no. If if there was a dollar in account that you need to retire, do you know what that number is? No, I don't know what that number is. Yeah. Me either. Me either. And and we're talking about security. How secure is that plan? I, I don't feel that comfortable with it. Yeah. So what's what's the alternative? Is is kind of what, what? It's just the world that you live in. The way that you view the world and think now is you're thinking about a monthly income. That seems much more secure, doesn't it? Seems like you'd have much more control over the outcome of that. And, and so that's that's what I think. Why is this so important? Is because the alternative is not security. It's not safety. It's not certainty. It's the opposite of those things. And so if we if we have income streams coming in that don't require 100% of our attention all the time, and if we can use our time to equip others to maintain those things, to grow those things, man, is that not valuable <laughs> in of itself? Does that not create more value when you equip others to steward those things? Then if, if you go down for a period of time or th- for the rest of time, you can count on value being created that creates income that you need for the rest of your months. That's well, you, no, that is security. And there's things that the beauty of what we're trying to accomplish. Sometimes people, when they talk about security, they're talking about securities, right? They're talking about investments. They're really speaking about speculation. And right now we're in a time frame where the market's taking a nosedive. And it was funny to me yesterday that, the Federal Reserve came out and increased the federal interest rate by three quarters of, of a point. As far back as I can remember, right? I've been in this financial industry since 2004. Anytime the Fed raised rates, what happened, do you think, to the market? It went up or went down? Going down. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, it's going down, right? Yesterday, it went up. Now today, it went down. Yeah. By the way, and, I've been I've been waiting to get on. Russ, could you explain that to me? Like, why did it go up? I, I've been waiting to ask. I, you. I I have a great example for you. Uh, our mentor Nelson Nash had a great analogy for what's happening here. He called it the dead cat bounce. Now you're curious. You're like, wait a second. What does that mean? This is only the way an old Southern guy would, would describe it. He said, Russ, if you took a dead cat and you went up to the top of a skyscraper building and you dropped it off. This is terrible. <laughs> it would bounce, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think what we saw yesterday, Ern, is a dead cat bounce. Okay. All right. I was, I was curious. Thank you. That's, that's my sophisticated response for you. Mark, tell me, why is it so important for us to know how to keep score? To me, the, the, the score comes in as security, exactly like you said. If, if, if I've got 
enough passive income or enough sources of revenue to cover my monthly expenses, I'm now, I'm okay. I, I feel comfortable. I feel secure in that. I was just thinking of this as, as you guys were, were talking there is, you know, I, I actually never felt more secure than when I actually quit my job. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll get on the same bandwagon as you. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not by any stretch saying that leaving your job is the metric for financial freedom. Leaving your job is the metric for financial success. It was for me, it was part of what I wanted to do because I wanted to spend my time elsewhere. But I, I genuinely loved my job. If you go back to the 20, I think it was 2016, 2017 podcast we did, Russ. At that time on the podcast, I said, no, I like my job. I, I, I want to stay, but I'd like to have the option. I'd like to come to work just for fun. And so when I left my job, I actually finally felt secure because as a W-2 employee, I am beholden to that job, being there, paying me. If that company goes out of business or it has a financial hardship, if it has a, an impact that's outside of my control, COVID, SARS, 9-11, you name it, those things can happen and impact that revenue stream. Well, all of a sudden the company starts letting people off. And I immediately thought of, think about if you are a long-term rental owner, the very first long-term rental you have, if that thing goes vacant, what's your vacancy? It's 100%. That's horrible. Oh my gosh, the world just ended. This is bad. But what if you get two or three and now one of them goes vacant? Well, the other two can help carry the load. You're not making as much, but you're not losing as much. You're just kind of limping along. You keep adding them on. And now all of a sudden you've got more and more and you can weather those little fluctuations, those, those, those stresses that are going to happen. And that's the security. That's the keeping score that I have. I'm blessed that the investments that I've made are multiple streams and they're reasonably independent of each other. So if someone has a heartache, like for example, I have one syndication I got into in 2018 has yet to pay me a penny, zero, but it didn't put me out on the street because the other stuff was able to cover and carry. And that thing's about ready to turn around and finally start paying, hopefully. Come on. <laughs> you too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's all I'm keeping score. And and yes, to the to to the comment that we had, you know, think about a squirrel who's who's putting nuts away all throughout the year and he can't touch them until wintertime. Right? Because that, that's all he's doing. Well, if you're spending all your time just saving, you're not actually enjoying and, and using them today. So what a bummer that you just put them away and you can't use them and, and you hope they're there in winter. You hope someone doesn't come along and find your stash and steal them. Well, I, I think that you both made some amazing points there. As you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're hearing such wisdom that comes from you two I, listening to hundreds, if not thousands of people over the years, explain to you all those struggles right and and you two have been fantastic at practicing your path to financial freedom i just i, I want to point you again as you're listening to this if you don't have a plan if you don't already know exactly what your why is go to what's what wallstreet.com forward slash free call i'm going to harp on this over and over in that 15 minutes you can uncover that voice it right the first step to accountability is admitting you have a problem and i think that this is something that is a problem that you and probably everybody around you has 
The difference is everybody around you has it, so they can't give you the solution out of it. Yet these individuals have done that. They have found their way out of it and along this path have been able to find other ways. So the last point we have today is participation trophy. Explain that to me, Mark. Well, I'm going to let Ernie do that one because he did such a great job. (laughs) Well, have you heard all the talk just about kids growing up and getting participation trophies? Is that typically like a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. I think, I think when every single kid that plays little league baseball on, and especially those who play on the team that I, our team beat and they get a participation trophy at the end and we don't get a first place trophy. I'm pissed. Um, Except if you own the trophy business. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. trophies are great. I need to get into that because everyone's buying. There's, there's the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good business as the trophy maker. No, but well, here, here's the thing. What, but what if? What if everyone, everyone, what I'm talking about, everyone, not just playing Little League, but everyone got a participation trophy on the journey to financial freedom? What what would that mean for our country? Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? Here's here's the here's the let me let me paint that in another light. This could be controversial, but let me paint it in another light and see what you think. Wall Street would say participation trophies are dumb. You should not participate. You should not get an award for participating. You need to leave that alone. This is for me. Don't engage in this. But everyone who's become financially free has participated. And so what if they get a trophy for it? Maybe we really should get a trophy for it. Maybe we need to put that in the swag store. Participation (laughs) trophy. For me, what, what does that mean for me? If you if you receive a participation trophy, it's it, it's because you were involved. And for me, how how it has been such a great joy to be engaged in learning with other people. Yeah, I get I'm in a role where I get to share some ideas with other people, but alternatively, how many ideas have been shared with me by participating in these ideas? How many relationships and partnerships do I have the opportunity to engage in just by participating in this and not being hands off? with my money. So for me, it's been a great blessing. I will take, I will gladly take the participation trophy in this arena. <laughs> I mean, only thing I could think of when we're talking about the participation trophy is that Kia commercial where the dad's walking with the, with the trophy with his son and it says participant on it. And he lets the kid in the car and he looks down at it and he has like this thought to himself. He, he rips the participant off rips out a, a, a Sharpie and writes champs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, what's your, th- what's your take on this participation trip? You can either choose to participate or you can be a spectator, right? If you're just watching from the bleachers, you, you, you have no skin in the game. You, you have no real uh, experience with it and whatnot. For me, I know that if I built it once, I can build it again. Mm. I've been in the game. I've played the game. I have definitely lost. I, I've, I've definitely lost a few innings, um, no doubt about it. Um, as a matter of fact, we, we just finished up a, a, a three-year inning uh, taking a, a uh, <laughs> less than uh, savory, uh, an, an unsavory, actually, no, an infamous, an infamous, uh, quote, burr company out of the East Coast. Took them to, 
took three years to go through this inning to finally get a judgment that they need to give me back my money and we're still fighting to get my money. So uh, it's not all unicorns, rainbows, cotton candy, and W's. There, there's going to be pits, you know, there's going to be you know, slowdowns, work stoppages, whatnot. There's going to be challenges along the way. However, I know that when I hit those things and I have those, those challenging moments, just like another one that's, they're not paying anything and it's just a mess. But I take it in stride now because I know, you know what? I've built it once. I can build it again. I can recover from this. I can continue to move forward and let's learn. So the experience, the participation, if you will, of being in it and actually doing it, whether it's a home run, a pinch hit, a fly ball, or just a straight up strikeout, you're getting something out of it. And you're only going to grow if you get into the ring. Mm. Man, you're speaking my language, baseball, right? I mean, right now, my my two favorite teams are just crushing. Atlanta Braves on a 14-game win streak, headed in Chicago. Let the Auburn Tigers heading into the College World Series. Now, by the time you watch this, listen to this. They, <laughs> they no doubt Auburn gone. will have lost it. <laughs> Significantly <laughs> nosedive, right? <laughs> Those are things I cannot control, right? I can get frustrated watching 18 to 25 year old people play, play a sport that I love to watch, but can't, can't control the outcome of, but the participation trophy with the way that you guys are describing that is very valid because we, we have learned a skill. We've learned a way to sharpen our financial IQ. We realize that in the hierarchy of wealth, the further down, we are on it, the more control we have, right? When we get up into those speculative areas, we have less control, less influence, increased risk, which means that we are increasing our probability of loss. I think when you say that, yeah, some of these deals may not work out, but I, I'm informed. I know how to handle new deals as they come because the, a lot of the things that aren't working out perfectly are things that we didn't know at that time, but now we're learning, right? We're learning those experiences. I know when you try to sell a house for Bitcoin, you get cash as your earnest money, right? So if something happens, it doesn't work out. Hey, you still got, you still got some money, right? You don't wait. You don't wait to figure that out. That's the lesson I learned. But I know how, like you said, to participate in the process to create more passive income. Last last month, our Ethereum miners, I don't know if you've anybody's noticed this, or in the month of June of 2022, price of Ethereum is going down. So our output from those passive income sources are not as great. But do you know that our passive income from the month of April to the month of May actually went up? because we were offsetting that by increasing our land note income as well as our short-term rental income. I know how to do that. I can participate in those things that can help me increase it. So I love the way that you guys describe that. This has been a great podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this as you've listened at home. We want to encourage you as always to, to like, rate, review the podcast, share it with those who may not have the same knowledge base that you have, maybe by sharing it with them will create a circle around you in your in your sphere at home that can help you be accountable. If you need more than that, 
you go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash free call, and one of these coaches can help you understand what it's like to be a part of a group who is seeking financial freedom and has the participation trophy, who does have the ability to control their outcome in, the, in their time and knows how to keep score. Mark, final thought. Final thought comes from Theodore Roosevelt. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. Mm. So if, if, if you just sit on the side, you're going to miss it. you got to at least get in there and give it a try. Find your why, and let's get on this journey. Ernie? Sure, let me go first. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I'll just say I'm I'm grateful to to have been exposed to this, that I can become be becoming the man in the arena. And if you're listening to this and you're in the arena, I applaud you. If you're considering it, I hope that you will you will look, join a community of people who are in the arena and look at what's being done. Because this is this is certainly possible. It is a privilege to participate with others, and it is uh, no doubt I've learned more by by being engaged than if I had uh, taken a different path and turned over my resources to fuel someone else's freedom journey. Hmm. Well, I'll end this with the quote as well. I don't know who to attribute it to. But in order to get into that arena, you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.